Hi, this is Coach Way of ChrisWayBaseballTraining.com. Welcome to the first podcast for the new year. I want to welcome everybody back. Uh, apologies for being away for so long. I uh, was trying to get some things in order for the new year as far as, you know, getting things ready as far as the training and everything goes uh, for the athletes I work with and everything. So took some time away just to get that all sorted out. Uh, but here we are. So first podcast for the new year. I wanted to talk about the problem with the data and the analytics in youth baseball. So when I say what I mean when I say the problem with the data and analytics in youth baseball is that first we got to understand that a lot of what happens and I might have mentioned this before uh, but a lot of what happens down at the youth level of the game is dictated by what goes on at the professional level of the game okay from the majors all the way down through the minors it trickles all the way down to the youth level the issue I have with that is this we have to understand that at the youth level these athletes are not professional hitters they're not professional players they don't have the body control they don't have the body awareness they don't have the techniques they don't have any of the attributes that they're going to eventually develop later on in their lives as they mature and their bodies fill in and they gain control of their body and understanding of how their bodies work they don't have any of those attributes or abilities at you know 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12, even 13, 14, some even 15, right? So for me, when we start talking about data and analytics, launch angles and things like that, I don't think that there really is a place for it at the youth level, okay? Now, having said that, you know, you'll have some, I've heard videos and I've seen, um, you know, people discussing things and talking about all the data and analytics and the benefit to it and don't get me wrong I'm not saying that any things that I've heard or I've seen are wrong what I'm saying is just that it's just not for the youth level right at the pro level yes you can take this data and this analytics and you can explain to him listen you can explain to a hitter listen you're struggling at the plate you know because you're not getting enough hip rotation you're not clearing your hips you're blocking yourself off uh, you're not getting enough lift on the ball. Um, you know, all these different things that the numbers tell you, you know, about swing, uh, about, you know, launch angle and, um, you know, line drive rates and all this other stuff. It's so much stuff. I don't even I don't even off the top of my head know all the stuff off the top of my head. But all the stuff that on a professional level you might look at and break down and want to use to help a hitter to get better. It applies at that level because they're mature. They're older. They have body control, they have awareness of where they are in time and space, and they understand how to take the information you're giving them and apply it to what it is that they're trying to accomplish at the plate. For young hitters, it's not like that, right? So instead of me working with a younger hitter, and I see that this hitter might just be, you know, hitting ground ball after ground ball after ground ball, and looking at that young man and saying, or that young girl and saying, well, you know, Ideally, you want to get to a launch angle of maybe, you know, 10 to 12, 14 degrees. Instead of saying that, how about just keep it simple and just, hey, you're using too much top hand and you're getting down on top of the ball too much. And that top hand at some point has to level out and come through the zone on a level plane or with a slightly up tilt to the swing on the plane rather than you coming down through the hitting zone. Right. So when you talk down and through right there's nothing wrong with necessarily taking a downward approach to the to the ball at a starting point 
But by the time you get to the hitting zone, that swing needs to flatten out and start to go in the opposite direction where we're starting to get uh, lift as we're coming through the zone, right? I posted a video on my Instagram where Alex Rodriguez and Barry Bonds, they were talking about this. And, you know, I had said when I posted um, like the, uh, the, you know, what I wrote up about the post when I posted it was that, oh, coach, you said that the most optimal swing is one that's slightly up. Well, yeah, it is. But understand that what Bonds was talking about was that when he approached hitting for him, as it worked for him, he trained himself to get down through the ball in that sense. But as he's coming down, he started to work through the zone, coming with an up tilt to the swing as he was getting through the zone. So, yeah, it was down to start, but it went down to get level, get through and get up. Okay, but for him to get his swing to work the way he needed it to. He had to think down through the zone to get the to get the lift that he got. And that ties into what I was saying before about when we're talking about hitting, things are going to apply differently to every hitter. Okay? Especially for younger hitters. Because again, they don't understand their bodies yet. They don't know how things work, how things move. They can't control, they can't pat their head and rub their stomach at the same time. Right? And hitting is something that until you develop the ability or a sense of the ability of how to do that, hitting is a little confusing because there's a lot of information that gets tossed around. There's a lot that's said. You got to try to understand all these different things. So what works for Barry Bonds definitely might not work for a 10-year-old or an 11-year-old or a 12-year-old. Okay? Information, again, like I said, time sensitive. So what I might explain to a player at 9, I could explain the same thing to that same player five years down the road and it's like oh now i understand what you meant five years ago information is time sensitive they have better control better awareness of their body five years up the road so you know i just want to really make the point that injecting all the data all the analytics and all these different things at the youth level it's not the time for it you know at that level i think that what we need to focus on is coaches instructors what have you let the athlete develop Okay, the biggest thing, listen, you can inject all the data and the analytics into it that you want. At the end of the day, hitting is as simple as hand-eye coordination. Okay, for me anyway, that's my belief. It's as simple as hand-eye coordination. The better your hand-eye coordination, the better hitter you're going to be. So for me, it's more about, listen, the drills and things that I might run an athlete through, it's designed to help develop hand-eye coordination and start to get them to understand their body time and space, how move, how things move, how things are working, and start to kind of start to feel what they're doing. Because you can feel what your body's doing, then you can start to autocorrect, which is what you have to do in the box. And tying into what I said before about teaching athletes to develop a good swing and the rest will come, if I teach the athlete how to develop a good swing and how do I do that? Through teaching them proper body mechanics, because again, you know, the swing, the way it works, ultimately what we're doing is what? We're looking to get the hips, trunk, shoulders, hands, all to work together to deliver the barrel to the point of contact in the hitting zone at the right time, on time, and get through there and drive the baseball and do what we need to do or drive the softball and do what we need to do. So at the end of the day, the mechanics are important is because the mechanics are the delivery system that's going to get the barrel to the point of contact, right? So the more sound we are, in the batter's box mechanically is the greater opportunity we're giving ourselves to get the bat to the point of contact on time. Now, once we can develop a hitter body-wise to do that, 
The hand-eye coordination is important because they have to be able to recognize pitches. They have to be able to track those pitches. They have to be able to understand, hey, this pitch is here. Get the barrel there. They have to understand, hey, this pitch on the outside. Get the barrel there. They have to recognize, ties in again to what I said about pitch recognition. They have to recognize where these pitches are, and they have to understand, okay, that pitch is there, and react accordingly in terms of their body mechanics to understand. I don't have to adjust my entire approach to hitting because this pitch is on the outside part of the plate or the inside part of the plate. I got to do what I've been trained to do and just get the barrel there on time, whether it's outside or inside. And that's really just, hey, let the ball travel a little deeper, get to it a little sooner. But it's all about recognition. So... If you notice, everything that I'm talking about in terms of pitch recognition, hand-eye coordination, body awareness, and everything that goes into helping hitters develop the ability to deliver the barrel on time, it has zero to do with numbers. It has zero to do with analytics. The most it might have to do with analytics is analyzing as a hitter, analyzing the pitcher while you're in the on-deck circle, looking for tendencies, patterns, uh, pitch pitch choices in certain counts. That's the analytical side of it, right? Analyzing what that pitcher is doing to the hitter in front of you, maybe the hitter behind you, to see patterns. It might be a kid in your lineup or it might be a girl in your lineup, similar type of hitter to who you are. How are pitchers getting those hitters out? Because they may look to do the same thing to you. So in analyzing that, I now have enough information. When I go in the box, I have an idea of what I'm looking for. And because I have an idea of what I'm looking for, I have a better approach in attacking pitches, okay? So, you know, again, just want to make sure we understand, listen, all the data and analytics, let's leave it at the pro level, okay? At the youth level, let's develop these athletes to get to that next level. And as they get up the ladder and they get to those levels and they start to, you know, get around other instructors, other coaches who can further the education that we've given them at the lower level, we've done our job. You know, and I think that a lot of this has to do with an idea or a sense that as coaches and instructors, we want to we want to have a hand in saying I made this athlete. And it's not about that. You know, at the end of the day, coaches and instructors, we're passing the baton. Right. So it's ultimately my job. If I if I come into contact with an athlete at, say, eight and my information that I have to offer and help them develop is good from eight to maybe 10 or 11. Right. I've got them as far as I can. That athlete's outgrown me. I have to pass them on to the next coach at the next level who can further their development. That's what it's about, because we're passing a baton from level to level in hopes that we get that athlete to that highest level that they can get to or down and down the road as far as they can get. And you know what? At the end of the day, if at the end of the day, the athlete comes back and says, you know what? I remember when I first started and I know that I'm where I'm at now, but I would not have gotten there. Had it not been for what I got when I was 8, 9, 10, 11 years old. That's all you're asking for. At the end of the day, that's all you're asking for. You're not looking to hold on to these athletes forever and, and, and state some claim to them because you're looking to build your program or you're looking to build your business. It's not about that. It shouldn't be about that. What it should be about is just naturally, genuinely wanting to develop athletes to see them get as far down the road as they can. And if that's with you, great. If it's without you, you've done your job and you hang them off in good shape, hopefully, to the next coach or instructor that can further that education for them and further that development for them and help them continue to progress down the road and get where they're going. So ultimately, you know, I again, I'm just going to stress, we got to get away from the data and the over-analytics, the over-analyzing, over-data saturation down at the youth level. And at the youth level, just really focus on development 
and getting back to making sure at the younger levels, hitters understand, hey, this is why you're hitting everything into the ground. This is why you're getting everything up into the air with no with no line or no lift or no drive to it. You know, and understand, listen, it's as simple as, hey, you're pulling off a pitch, front shoulder's flying open too much. Hitting too many balls down into the ground, too much top hand. You're not leveling out soon enough to get back going on that upward trajectory we talked about. How do I get there? You know, having a having a problem hitting that outside pitch, not sitting back long enough letting the ball travel. And a lot of times that's because hitters just don't trust their ability to hit. So they don't think they can get to that pitch, so they jump out at it rather than let it travel. And you know what? Hey, if I hit it foul down the right field line, so what? It, it doesn't matter, right? But we have to teach them these things to keep them conscious of it mentally so they understand that at the at the younger levels. And as they get older and they progress and they move up the ladder, now they can start to get all the other information that the data provides, the analytics provide. And you can say to him, well, why is my top hand, when that hitter asked you, when, when her, him or her asked you, why is... Why is it that I'm hitting so many balls down on the ground? You know, I know it's because my top hand is too dominant. I'm too dominant with the top hand. Hey, now you can give them a, a video of their body movement and say it's because, well, when you get to this point, you're not getting enough rotation to allow yourself to clear to get your hands in the proper position. They're not going to understand that at 11 years old, you know, and you can explain it to them. But just understand at that age, maybe it's more like planting a seed rather than giving them the answer to the why. Okay, and a lot of it at 11 is self-discovery. You got to let them figure it out. So just wanted to throw that out there. Um, welcome back. Good to be back. Um, always have a blast, you know, doing these podcasts and, and sharing this information with everybody. As always, um, ChrisWayBaseballTraining.com is the website. You can go on there and you have the links and other information to all my other social media outlets. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, the podcast is starting to get on different um uh, platforms now, uh, as well as I still am doing the blog. So all that information is all on my website. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, catch up with you guys next week or the next time we do the podcast again. Have a good one. Enjoy. Get ready for the season. Put that work in and don't don't quit. Work hard. <laughs>